Hey, everybody, welcome to the Closed on Sunday podcast. Today, we get to hear from our guest, Shania, as we talk about youth with a mission. Check it out. What's up, everybody? We are so glad that you have joined the Closed on Sunday podcast. Though we may be closed on Sunday, we are not canceled for ministry. My name is Josh. I am your host, and I am joined here with my lovely co-host. I'm Jordan, and it's not just me and Josh today. It's also Nathan, our producer, and our amazing guest today, uh, which is Shania. Welcome, Shania Peterson. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I feel welcome. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. I think it's going to be a good talk. And we've been wanting to have um, more um, like college-age students who grew up at Highlands uh, come on the podcast. And so we're very excited to have you. Um, and you did grow. Uh, you When did you first start coming to Highlands? Because you, you weren't here your whole life. You started coming a little bit later on, right? Yes. I first came to Highlands the first time ever on Move Up Sunday oh. when I transitioned wow. from seventh to eighth grade. Nice. Wow. That's and, awesome. And who invited you? Is it? Jackie. Jackie. So a friend of yours, Jackie, another student who was uh, at Highlands, invited you to be, uh, to come to the student ministries. You came on that move up weekend. What was, do you remember like what your first um, experience was like at Highlands? What was that like coming in for the first time? That was a long time ago. <laughs> it's well, hard not, to remember that long. Not super long. I remember feeling a sense of home. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, the overwhelming feeling people, especially I move up Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're hype all the time to, <laughs> you know, hang out and have a good time and be together on Sundays, but specifically move up Sunday. It's a whole different atmosphere. Um, right. There's a lot of effort that goes on behind the scenes to make students feel welcome and excited to be there. And so it's a definitely a, a big splash to join a church during that time. Mm. That's awesome. That's perfect because we would have had our move up Sunday just last Sunday uh, and we didn't even plan that. So yeah, things will just work out well sometimes. Absolutely. And hopefully their move up Sunday was just as personal, even though it was over zoom. Yeah. Everyone loves zoom, right? (laughs) Exactly. Now the school's out. Everyone just wants to do more zoom. They're missing it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Shania, you not only, uh, went to Highland student ministries when you were in middle school and high school, but you became a leader afterwards and, uh, you've done D group leaders, uh, you've been a D group leader and you've been to camps as a counselor and you've, uh, done middle school, uh, small group leadership. You've done a lot of things. And sure uh, so we're excited to have you here and we know a lot of students, uh, will enjoy getting to hear from you a little bit today. Uh, so we're going to have a great a great time. Yeah. Uh, you also work at a uh, Starbucks, right? Yes. Yes. What What's your favorite thing about Starbucks? I love talking to people. Mm. I like to talk. <laughs> it's just a general thing about me. You're in a You're in the right place right now. <laughs> I sure am. That's all we do right here. <laughs> talking is a, a way that I process things. It's a way that I feel connected to people, and yeah. I love just getting to know people in different ways, and especially my regulars, but especially those people that just come in one time and get to know a little bit about them and you just see so many different types of people, Mm -hmm. different walks of life, different ages. I've watched babies grow. Um, and that's, that's a fun thing to get to know people in that way. Do you ever say something crazy to someone just 
to mess with someone just for fun at Starbucks. You like talk a to coworker? So much. Just like a customer. They just come in, you just say something silly just to. Um, we have a regular, his name's Dan. And Dan. Dan. That's like actually how we say Let's it. Let's have Dan on the podcast. We really should. Um, <laughs> Dan. Dan works from home most of the time, but when I say works from home, I mean, he works from our lobby when our lobby was open pre COVID. Um, we have these tall bistro tables and he would create a standing desk for himself in our lobby. Um, so, you know, just greet, I think just the way that we greet our customers, uh, just the regulars, especially when to literally anybody else, it would Mm -hmm. look like we are insane people Mm -hmm. just, you know, (laughs) yo, Dan, what's up? How's your kid? Like just all those sorts of things. And you know, you get the weird stares, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Yep. Well, if you end up going to the Starbucks, uh, on fourth, right. Yeah. Um, make sure to say hi to Shania if she's there. Please. Um, do. She would love to say hello to you. I'm sure. Um, and to help you come up with some, uh, weird things to be able to say to customers if you haven't yet. Uh, maybe we can come up with some right now. Uh, Absolutely. What are we going to do, Josh? We're going to play a Mad Lib. This is yes. something we may you may not have done since you were a wee child, maybe. I love Mad Libs. I don't know. Well, good. So you guys are going to help us come up with a great Mad Lib. I don't know if you want the title of this. Do you want the general theme of it? No, no, no. Don't tell okay. us. Okay. You can't look through the paper either. <laughs> um, too late. I won't tell you the general theme. It's a secret. Even if it's too late, but we're we're just gonna rush through some of these things. So it, for those of you who don't know what Mad Libs are, uh, and you begin to question what I'm doing, essentially I'm gonna ask for different types of words that they're going to give to me at random. I'm gonna place them into a story, and then we're gonna read the story, and you're gonna chuckle, and we're gonna laugh, and we're all gonna have a good time. <laughs> Pure magic. I love it. Pretty all much right. like that. All right. I need so- that. Shania Nabbit and I are the ones that are filling. You're yeah. you're writing them in, and we're uh, yeah. coming up with words. So I'm just gonna go around like, and I'm just gonna be like, you adjective, you verb. You know, I'm just gonna quickly say it. Okay, okay? we're gonna be as fast as possible. Yeah. Jordan adjective, adjective, um, uh, uh, glorious. Shania adjective, purple. Is that an adjective? Mm-hmm. I guess it is. It's yeah, a describing so. word. Yeah. Uh, Nabbit noun. Of course it is. Uh, Nabbit. <laughs> okay. Jordan, Perfect. noun. A noun. Um, uh, uh, Let's go. Pinky toe. <laughs> pinky toe. Okay. Final answer. Plural noun. Shania. Fingers. And Josh has already decided that we're going to use, like, you have to use this as yeah. the intro to your next sermon. Oh, and, yeah. And, and we you go. have to use it, like, as an example well, that's great and, and tie it in. We so. should do a Mad Lib sermon. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> could could be heretical, but who knows. Probably. Um, All in good fun. Game. Um, ooh, game. Yeah, that's kind of a different one. Um, football. Jordan noun. Plural noun. noun. Plural noun. Candy wrappers. <laughs> Shania, we need a verb ending in ing. Running. Plural noun, Jordan. Plural noun. Uh, I another one? Yeah. Plural noun, yeah. Um uh vents. <laughs> what is like this vents in the ceiling? Yeah, like vents in the ceiling. <laughs> uh Shania, plural uh verb ending in ing. Spitting. Spitting. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. A little bit scared. All right, Nabbit noun. (laughs) Nabbit. Again? (laughs) Jordan, plant. 
Oh, a plant? Yeah. Formica. Is that a plant? I don't. It is now. I don't know how to is spell that. that isn't but that a uh, flower of some sort? Formica. I'm just going to, I'm guessing how to spell that. Um, while he's doing that, Shania, part of the body? The eye. The eye. Uh, Navit, a place. Ooh, a place. Levensworth. You mean Leavenworth? Oh, Leaven. I'm so sorry. I'm Jordan so corrected me on that last week, too. I didn't realize I did it's it. It's okay. You're I not had, from here. I, I had it in S to a lot of things as well, though. We won't get into that. I don't think Formica is a plant. <laughs> um, okay, let's go ahead and do a new let's one. Let's say Fern. Formica is like a like a countertop or something. Verb ending in <laughs> ING, Jordan. Or something, I don't know. Verb ending in ING. This better be exciting. Yeah, um, yeah or else you have to own them. Financing. <laughs> That is the least exciting verb. Shania, <laughs> adjective. Slow. Slow. Nabbit, we need a number. 54. Jordan, last one, plural noun. Another plural noun? Yeah. Chance the rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple rappers. Um, uh, pen, uh, peninsulas. Oh, Peninsula. I don't know how to spell that. Is that, a, is that I don't know. I don't know what the plural of peninsula is. All right. Well, we have our story. Maybe no one ever uses uh, the plural of. Because usually there's peninsula. only one peninsula. That's true. Yeah. Plural form of peninsula Penali. is peninsulas. Okay. Oh, hmm. good job. We're so, good. Jordan, are you reading this? Or is it Navit? should be peninsula, though. You, you got to put on like your story your, time. Your story time, like voice. You read it. You, you know? want me to read it? Yeah. Story time with Josh. Okay, so. You wrote it, you read it. You got to dramatize it. So rule. I figured this was, uh, this was good because this was vacation edition. And a lot of oh. you may be going on vacation. It's about summertime. You may School's be going out. different places. School is out. We're in summer Almost. launch mode. <clears throat> so I will try my best to do my reading voice. I don't even know what my reading voice is. And I don't really know the pacing. But Just let's see. channel your wife reading. Yeah, there you go books to kindergarten. That's true. I actually had to do it one time. I went in and read to him. All right. A vacation is when you take a trip to some glorious place with your purple family. Wow. Usually (laughs) you go to some place that is near a nabbit or up on a pinky toe. (laughs) A good vacation place is where you can find fingers or play football or go hunting for candy wrappers. (laughs) Totally. We don't want the candy. We just want the wrapper. That's true. Pick up the trash. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. Helping the environment. Nice. I like to spend time with my... I like to spend my time running or crashing. Mm. When parents go on vacation, they spend their time eating three vents a day. <laughs> a father plays golf and a mother sits around spitting. <laughs> That's a classic mom thing. Just mom, sitting around moms spitting. love um, uh, sunflower seeds. Yeah, they Little do. known fact. <laughs> Last summer... My little brother fell in a nabbit and got a, oh no. prison, a poison fern all over his eye. <laughs> My family is going to the is going to go to Leavenworth, and I will nice. practice financing. Yes, <laughs> the perfect place to finance. <laughs> That's true. Parents need vacation more than kids because parents are always very slow, and they have to work fifty four hours every day all year, making enough peninsulas to pay for the vacation. Wow. That is why vacations are good. I feel like that worked out very well. It worked out better than I think it should have. (laughs) I I appreciate um, the 54 hours a day of work. I'm trying to picture all of that happening at once. And it's 
it, it's kind of unfathomable. I can't really, I can't really see that vacation happening. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Sounds because fun. the child fell into a nabbit. Yeah, that doesn't really work. <laughs> that would be a terrible vacation for everybody. Agreed. Um, and the vacation is near you too. Very near to me. And you live in Kirkland. Yeah. But also Leavenworth. I like Leavenworth for a day. <laughs> it's kind of boring after that for me. I've only ever <laughs> been be once. Honest. Really? Yeah. Same. Wow. But I've been to real Germany, so. <laughs> that's probably a lot better. <laughs> that that's real. better. And speaking <laughs> of that, that's a great uh, transition there because um, we're, we're going to be talking to you, Shania, about your experience with uh, YWAM. But uh, to start off, what is YWAM for our listeners who have no idea what that is? YWAM is an acronym, stands for Youth with a Mission. Yeah. And it is an international, interdenominational missions movement is the official, I believe, name. And who generally goes on to work with Youth with a Mission? Sometimes it's marketed as a gap year program type thing. So post high school, before college, if... Um, that's what you're feeling called to, um, or honestly in my discipleship training school or a DTS, we had somebody that was, um, like 38 years old. So there's tons of different, um, types of discipleship training schools. There's one that's called a crossroads DTS where you can, you know, usually, a term we'll use is empty nesters. So parents of children that are now grown and out of the house, mm-hmm. um, they feel like God is calling them to move, to, um, move in missions. And so that's a large part of YWAM. A lot of it is actually though, uh, YWAMers that started when they were just out of high school or right out of college and have, um, been called to full-time missions mm. and, uh, serve on staff, um, Kaylin Vargas, who also grew up here, yeah. uh, works with Youth with a Mission in Shout Denver. Out um, so that's actually who I ever, that's who I heard about why mm. I'm from. Okay. Um, and what made you decide you wanted to do that? You heard about it from Kaylin and what made you go like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do? Uh, God, because okay. I didn't <laughs> want to do it. That that was actually kind of what it was, is that right, yeah. I had this uh, narrative in my head that I was going to, I really wanted to go to WSU. Um, and I wanted to be a light in Greek life and that, and I wanted to be a teacher Mm. and that was what I felt I was being called to. Um, but I would find myself sitting, you know, when you get in those modes where you're like up at two 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and you're like thinking, 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 and then you're, you're Googling things, trying to figure Mm. out your life. Um, I kept being brought back to YWAM Mm. every time. And I would tell myself, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that over and over and over again. And I just kept coming back to this place of YWAM and YWAM, YWAM, YWAM over and over. And finally I just said yes. Mm. And where, and where did that end up taking you? Well, um, you you obviously went to other countries and, uh, where'd you end up going? So my base, they call them bases, similar to like a military base type thing or where my school was hosted is um, East Germany and a very small, if you call it a village there, they'll get mad at you. (laughs) Um, 
their stadt, their city, but um, a little small town in Saxony. And it was great. I lived in a castle. Wow. There's this, uh, this stone in the kitchen that says 1776. And I'm not quite sure what that means. I don't think that's when the castle was built. There it's was like, year. there was a rumor that it was when like certain plumbing was installed and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, I said it's older than our country is. That's where I lived. Um, so I lived in a small town in, in East Germany and we did the way a DTS works is it's about three months or 12 weeks of school of lectures. Each week is a different topic going anywhere from the father heart of God to hearing God's voice, um, spiritual warfare, work of the Holy spirit, just things like that, um, that you just really dive deep into different topics and you have different speakers from inside of YWAM outside of YWAM. And, um, it's different every week, which was really cool. And I got to hear from people from all over the world. That was really a foundational part of, um, of my DTS. And then part two is when you go and you do a medium term mission trip. I don't want to say short term. Cause mm-hmm. when we think of short term, we think, you know, a week, two weeks, mm-hmm. maybe a month. Um, but we were there for 10 weeks ten okay. or 11 weeks. Mm. Yeah. That's significant. Yeah. What do you think? Like what, what are some of the biggest takeaways from your trips? Like what has God taught you as you've been involved in a lot of those cultures and, and experienced different things? Um, obviously he kind of, like you said, he pushed you to go on these trips and to do these things. Um, but like once you got there, uh, how did you experience his presence and maybe uh, grow from that situation? Yeah, I really struggled initially um, going and doing my DTS. I did probably one of the worst things that you can do when you're about to leave for six months. And I had, um, gotten into a relationship that I'm still in right now. So it's fine. It's great. It's amazing. Shout out Ross. Shout out Ross. Um, but we had only been together for three months before I left. And so that was hard. Um, and so there was a, a huge fight within me of not really wanting to be there, Mm. wanting to be there, but not wanting to be there Mm -hmm. all at the same time. Um, It's hard to get on a plane and leave all the people you love for six months and to do it by yourself. Um, It's scary, but it was so worth it. Mm. Um, I think my biggest takeaway was God is the same God before YWAM, during YWAM, and after YWAM. Mm. He has been constant. He's the same God he was yesterday. He's the same God he is today as he will be tomorrow. And just, I often think of the song, um, King of My Heart, mm. which for, was kind of like an anthem in my, in my DTS. Um, just, you are good. You are good. Just reminding myself and singing that out, even when I, I'm struggling to believe it, um, Mm. to make myself, um, to remind myself of that, even when, you know, when it's winter in Germany and everything's beautiful and I'm going to Christmas markets and experiencing German culture in that way. Mm. Um, he's the same God then as he was when I was in 98 degree weather Mm. in, a village in Indonesia, mm-hmm. um, as he is here in Renton and 
that doesn't change the mission, doesn't change the heart, doesn't change the gospel. Yeah. Um, and just having that mindset, I think is probably the biggest takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that'd be super important because there are so many things about missions that are fun and exciting, getting to travel and go to new places and yeah. experience new things. But I, I imagine there's also a bunch of really difficult things um, like you were mentioning there and being able to lean into God and understand that he's good in the good and the bad um, or the difficult and the, the things that are more exciting and fun yeah. uh, is really what can get you through it. Um, that's important for us here, just living in our lives too and not doing missions um, overseas, but just living our lives here and being on mission in our own city um, just going to school, remembering that in the great times, God is good. And in the difficult times, God is good. Um, and that's super important. Yeah. What were some of the good times on your mission trip? What are some stories that stick out to you? Or maybe not even necessarily um, good times, but like things that really stuck out to your moments that were really big for you uh, during your time there. There was a time where towards the end of my outreach, um, I had gone to, um, a couple of different places. So I'd gone to one Island in Indonesia, and then we met as an entire school back in, in Cambodia, in, um, a city called Badenbong. And then we went back, my team went back to Indonesia. So my, my school split into two, two teams and then we joined back up midway through in Cambodia, went to back to our respective nations that we were serving in. And it was in that second time in Indonesia that we spent time going to villages. And we were in this um, nine passenger van and then another car or something. Um, but this van was kind of like the emblem of this part of, of our outreach where we were going into villages. There's no cell service. I, I did get a SIM card when I was there, when I was in cities mm -hmm. and that was um, a blessing to be able to keep in contact with my family. Um, yeah. But we were going up to the first village. This, we hadn't even started really our like village ministries where we were going to these different churches and, um, going to house visits and praying for people. We were on our way up to this first village, all of us kind of uneasy about it. The unknown, you know, you don't really know what you're getting into. We're in the middle of the jungle, driving up this mud hill, mud mountain, and it just starts pouring torrentially, like oh, way yeah. more than you would ever see here. Right. And we think that it rains a lot here. Like <laughs> torrential downpour, lightning, thunder, Dang. and our van gets stuck. <laughs> Brutal. It gets stuck on this mud clay hill in the middle of the jungle. And we're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this? And so we had some pretty great people on our team and we just kept like this super positive attitude. Um, but it was getting late. Like it was pitch black. Yeah. outside super late. It was almost 11 o'clock and we're like, we still have 45 minutes to go. Mm. How are we going to do this? And so we got stuck one time. Finally, we got out, we got um, some palm trees, stuck them under the, the tires, got out. Then we got stuck another time. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then we got out and then we got stuck a third time. <laughs> but this time 
one of our contacts who's a, a local there was like, I was on a motorbike and got all the way up to the village that we were supposed to be at. And someone had this truck because they, um, they're coconut farmers. They go, they harvest coconuts and send them to a coconut oil plant. Um, and finally we all loaded into the back of this pickup truck and got up, up the hill into the village. Mm -hmm. We were all covered in mud. Like I was knee deep in mud. Um, and palm trees are sharp. So we were like, our feet were bleeding, like stuff like that. But it was yeah. one of the most memorable things. And it was just, it was hilarious. <laughs> like looking back on it, it was really funny. <laughs> no, like but I have moment. videos and everyone was laughing, yeah. like really, really trying to stay positive through it. Cause it could have been right. really negative real fast, but mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun that, and then, um, there's no running water usually in places. And so bathing yeah. in the river was an, an experience that, yeah. I loved yeah. and bucket showers are fun. Um, and I actually really did appreciate that mm. aspect of, of life. Um, yeah, it's just a different appreciation for culture. Yeah. I think for sure. It's simpler way in, in, in some ways. Yeah. And we, before we started our DTS, we have like intro week. And a big thing that we talked about is it's not wrong. It's just different. Right. Yeah. That's huge. And just that idea of culture shock, especially we're in a, we're in intercultural community. You yeah. know, there's Germans, Americans, Bulgarians, people from Poland, Brazilians, like all of these people living together in a community where we all come from different, different church backgrounds, different life backgrounds, different culture backgrounds and learning that living in a community like that, it's not wrong. It's just different. Yeah especially if you're even going to college thinking about that, like you're going to have a roommate that's probably going to be different than you. Mm -hmm. And knowing that not everything they do is wrong. It's just different from what you do. That's so wise. That's so yeah, wise. That is. Well, let's ask you one more question before we uh, close it out. And, and Josh, you and I have talked about um, sharing the gospel on the podcast before. Um, but it's a totally different thing um, in some ways, probably sharing it in another country and not necessarily sure. speaking the same language. And so the question is, what was it like sharing the gospel with people um, on those missions? And what, what did you bring back with you from that? Did it um, help you learn something new about how you might share the gospel here in your own town? Or um, what are what's the takeaway from that? For sure, I think... Um I grew a lot in being bold in my faith in that way. Like, you know, a bunch of European looking people come to uh, Southeast Asia and you stand out. Right. <laughs> um, there's actually a word for white foreigners and it's boule. And so you hear that boule. driving down the street. <laughs> it's like boule, 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 like <laughs> everywhere. Um, and Indonesia is a, a mostly... Muslim country. That's okay. Um, the, it's the largest Muslim country in the world, which when we oh, think wow. Islam, we think Middle East, right. but that's not always true. Hmm. Um, because Indonesia is the largest Island nation yeah. in the world, um, has a huge population. And the majority of the people that live in Indonesia are Muslim. Hmm. Um, you share the gospel with your actions so much more than you share it with your words. Hmm. And when you show it with your actions, people are way more likely to listen to you mm. when you share it with your words. Right. So I think 
bringing that back, especially working it for a company like Starbucks. Mm-hmm. People are going to, I'm either going to be seen as just another barista in Seattle. You're a diamond dozen, right. especially yeah. a Starbucks barista, mm-hmm. but they're going to see something different in me because of my actions, because mm-hmm. of the way that I treat people, because of the way that I respond to different situations. Um, we live in a very, um, culturally diverse area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not everyone you meet is going to be, is going to know English super well. It's not going to be their first language. And that, that was something that I found comforting being in other, other countries was that was normal. Yeah. I was surrounded by different cultures all the time here at home. And I think that's a beautiful thing of living where we live Yeah, and that people are going to see the gospel first by your actions. Right. Then, with your words. And that doesn't mean to be any less bold with your words. Mm -hmm, If anything, that enables you to be bolder with your words Yeah, because there's a trust there Mm -hmm. when you build a relationship based on true actions and kingdom centered actions, people are way more likely to listen to you when you share the gospel lovingly with words. Yeah. Kind of puts some substance behind your words and makes the words seem more real and help people understand that. Yeah. That's huge. Absolutely. Well, we could probably talk about this for a long time. I'm sure you got lots of stories, but uh, we'll uh, finish it off there. What do the people yep. need to know, Josh? Yeah. Uh, well, we have a YouTube channel that we'd love for everybody to tune into. Actually, this week, Shania is going to be playing a game with us. Uh, so you can go online and watch that game. Uh, we'll be diving into what it looks like for her to be a Starbucks barista and putting that to the test. You're so, in for a treat. Yeah, it's going to be great. And also we have a lesson this week from Cammie too. So yeah. uh, check that out. It's going to be a really, really great re- lesson as we continue in Proverbs. Uh, also make sure to sign up for summer camp. We'd love to be able to see you. And uh, yeah, excited for the fall. Excited for um, everything that's coming up. So Yes. Thank you, Shania, so much for joining us on the Closed on Sunday podcast. It's been awesome. Thank you for being here. Before you go, I have a quick question for you. Yes. And you have 10 seconds to answer it. And only 10 seconds. Oh, no. We'll cut you off after 10 seconds. And the question is this. What is your very first memory with Cami? Rachel, go. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> this isn't the first one, but crying with her at a Starbucks. That's it. Okay. Aww. That's good. That worked out well. Very good. Thank you so much, Now You're awesome. Thank you for listening, our friends. Goodbye, chicken nuggets. Have a great week. (laughs) See y'all later.